0: Today is Friday, October 6th, 2023, the year of our Lord. Trump endorsed Jim Jordan for Speaker. Trump also said that he would accept the role of Speaker of the House for a short period as he visits D.C. next week. Hillary Clinton calls MAGA a cult that needs to be deprogrammed, showing that they are in extreme panic mode. And Jack Posobiec joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We've been wall-to-wall, baby, and how do we keep up that sweet energy? We do it with our blackout coffee brewed here in the state of Florida with the sweet Beans of freedom. I don't know if that's what they're called, but that's what I'm going to call them. It goes directly into my veins. I've, I let very few things directly into my veins, as you know on this program. This is one of them. The sweet caffeine gets me kicking, and I got a newborn at home, which means I don't get a lot of sleep. So it's very important to bring the energy to the show. It's very important to have the energy to fight the communists. It's very important to have the energy to preserve this nation for that newborn, for my children and your children. Of course, I love you, and that's why I would only bring you a product that i personally endorse and use every single day and blackout coffee is one of them go to blackoutcoffee.com slash benny use the coupon code benny to get 20 percent off your first order stop giving your money to woke pumpkin spice companies that hate you blackoutcoffee.com slash benny link in the description baby we are ready go jim jordan's gotta be speaker of the house come on view this as my official endorsement now i told you yesterday i said i said to you uh i love jim jordan he's a friend of the show Jim Jordan comes on the show, and he'll be on the show for, like, 20, 25 minutes and just go, 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 go. You know Jim. Like, he's great. He's also a national championship wrestler. He's a four-time state champion in the state of Ohio. Like, this guy is a true, true brawler. He looks like a brawler. He's got the cauliflower ears and everything. Messed up hair. He looks like he just came from an MMA fight. It's time for a fighter but i'm going to start the show by showing you not a bunch of clips of jim jordan even though we will go through his past you must know where jim jordan comes from you also must know that i am officially endorsing jim jordan now all right i was going to kind of see how it shook out but i am officially endorsing jim jordan he's a friend of the show we love him Steve's Sc- i got nothing wrong with nothing against steve scalise i guess but he's super establishment and he's never been on the show so pretty simple you either respect the Benny Brigade, or you can march the other direction. Jim Jordan respects the Brigade. So we say, Jim Jordan, welcome to the Salty Army. I have uh, a clip that I need you to get your salt shakers out for. We're going to start the show, not with a bunch of Jim Jordans, past his, we're going to get to Jim Jordan's past, like where he comes from and how he, how, who he had to fight to get to this place. Because I see him, of course, he is now he is now ascendant, right? With Trump's endorsement, you can't stop him anymore, right? And with the brigade's endorsement and the salty army at his back, well, huh, ladies and gentlemen, we are legion. So, what do we have here? We have a clip that is so salty. I need those salt shakers up and out okay? This is our salt that lib clip of the day. If you need a single endorsement of Jim Jordan, I'm giving you a lot of reasons you, you should love Jim Jordan, but if you need a single clip, a 30-second clip to prove how incredible of a move this is and how salty of a move this is, and I see the salt just flowing, all these, all your salt shakers are going to go on screen. Please observe the most uh, f- uh, frenetic, uh, cortisol and estrogen raising postmenopausal meltdown on the view yesterday when Jim Jordan was announced as the front runner this is all you need to know from a host of the view named Sonny hosen who had uh, been questioned by Jim Jordan uh in a withering fashion in Jim Jordan's committee we should go hunt down that clip Ladies and gentlemen, The View had a salty meltdown. So delicious, it could melt all of the streets of Anchorage. Check this out. Here's our salt that lib for the day. Get your shakers out. Go.
1: i will just say about jim jordan you know um he has been called by his own party by giant john boehner a political terrorist he's also been linked to the ohio state sexual abuse scandal i testified in front of congress about something so simple cameras in courtrooms he came in late he looked disheveled and he immediately was screaming and yelling and terrorized me and the other experts on the panel. And describing him as a terrorist is exactly that. He's a chaos agent, and it came out of nowhere, and he had no command of the subject that we were talking about, which made it even scarier. So to have him, the thought of him being the Speaker of the House, I think leads to more chaos for but his His role model is Donald Trump, who has no command of the language either.
0: <laughs> Just... <laughs> he was he was so mean to me he's he's the same as osama bin obama obama bin sadden he's the same one he's abu bakar al bad daddy he's my bad daddy I, he was so mean to me i want him to be a bad daddy to me and now he's gonna be speaker of the house? <laughs> that's all you need. We can just end the show right now. That's the only endorsement. That's enough that's some better endorsement than Trump's endorsement. The fact that the View Show hosts are melting down. These unhinged, feline, postmenopausal, cortisol-raging women are just losing it. At Jim Jordan, be <laughs> That's all you need. It's all you need. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Jordan is gathering support. There is one man named Steve Skleese, who's the majority whip. I have nothing against him, but it's Jim Jordan's moment right now. Donald Trump officially endorsed Jim Jordan last night. Uh, late la- late last night, early this morning. Now, Trump said to Fox in an exclusive that he would be happy to serve for a short period of time as the House Speaker. But then Trump went behind the scenes. We have this on good authority. Troy Nels was on the show yesterday. Troy Nels tweeting, and he's the man who's been driving for Donald Trump to become Speaker. Troy Nels tweeting that Trump called him and said, no, 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 you uh, you got to get behind Jim Jordan. I had a great conversation with President Trump at Speaker's race. He's endorsing Jim Jordan. Congress should listen to the leader of our party. I fully support Jim Jordan. So now Trump has effectively moved all of his votes. Trump had like, I don't know, six, 12 people that were openly advocating for him. He's moved all of his votes now into the Jim Jordan category. Well, that's pretty, uh, that's gonna be pretty strong. And it sounds like Donald Trump is going to head up to Capitol Hill on Tuesday in order to introduce Jim Jordan and personally endorse him as speaker. Listen to this. Do you think
2: we are gathering support, though, across the Congress, uh, ac- across the conference from, from conservatives to more moderate members of our conference? And I feel that's important because I really think, Sean, this, this election for speakers about two issues. Who can bring our team together? Who can unite our conference and who can go tell the American people what we're doing and why it's important to them? And I think I can do that. That's why I'm running. I have told, I've been on the phone all day long with colleagues from around the country and I tell them, The job I have, I like, I want to keep, I I like that job, but someone's got to be able to come forward, unite the Republicans around our message, around what we're doing for the American people and go make that, take that message to the country and deliver it in a compelling, succinct way, which I think I can do.
0: Of The biggest, and I think one of the harshest criticism that really stuck with Kevin McCarthy is why the hell haven't you brought in Hunter Biden under subpoena? Now, Matt Gaetz says that it's because McCarthy keeps blocking the subpoenaing of the Biden family. What would Jim Jordan do? What would a speaker Jim Jordan do? Listen,
3: I think the one thing that there is definitely consensus on. And I I talked to this great audience before the show is, number one, they want to make sure that the investigations that you have started and Jason Smith and James Comer continue. uh, I'm sure they will. Am I correct in my assumption?
2: Yeah, they have to. I mean, it's it's important uh, the way these agencies have been turned on. We, the people on the American people, we have to continue that work. I mean, I was in a deposition two days ago when all this was happening on the House floor relative to our speaker. I was in a deposition with the U.S. attorney from the District of Columbia, Matthew Graves, who wouldn't partner with with David Weiss in the Hunter Biden investigation. And when they were talking about bringing the barista charge. So we were doing our work. That all continues But we got to come together as a as a conference, come together as Republicans so that work can continue so we can deal with the border so we can deal with the issues we told the American people we were going to address.
0: So Jim Jordan is saying not only are the investigations into the Biden crime family and the government weaponization going to continue, they are going to accelerate. They are going to corkscrew upward with Jim Jordan swinging, swinging that gavel. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Jordan saying that there will not be a catastrophe on the House floor. You remember, and I don't view it as a catastrophe, democracy is messy, but you remember that it took 18 votes, maybe even more to get Kevin McCarthy. And then it went on and on and on and on on late into the night, early in the morning. We were broadcasting live for the vast majority of it. I mean, it was crazy. So while it might be entertaining, Jim Jordan says that won't happen. We will not go to the floor unless we have 218 votes for me. So Jim Jordan laying out effectively what the game plan is going forward is going to be, boom, straight sniper uh, shot with a sniper rifle, right? We're going to do it first time, which I think will look very clean and will look very organized. I'm totally in favor of that. and I think people are really coalescing around Jim Jordan. Watch.
3: So one other thing that I'm hearing very loudly from people is is they want to see the Republicans. They don't want to get stuck here. They don't want 15 more votes. They want this settled and they want you guys back to work. Are you confident that that's going to happen by this time next week? Are you
2: confident that we're going to have a new speaker and it's going to be you? It has to happen. We shouldn't go to the House floor until we have 218 votes for the Speaker of the United States House of Representatives. We shouldn't have to go through what we did back in January. I'm all for that. I think I can bring our team together to accomplish that. And more importantly, once we get that done to do the work that needs to be done on the border, on crime, on inflation, on all these issues we have
0: to address, I think I can do that. That's why I decided to run. So Jim Jordan is confident that Donald Trump is going to deliver him these votes. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves. On Tuesday of next week, Donald Trump will be walking the halls of Congress introducing, advocating for and endorsing fully Jim Jordan. He didn't do this with McCarthy. Now, Donald Trump worked the phones, but according to reports, Donald Trump is going to walk into the Republican conference and he's going to say, hey, you drop this king and hand this right to Jim Jordan. So we are looking forward to that. It is going to be a wild week. Why are we so in favor of Jim Jordan? So a lot of people would say, oh, it's because he comes on your show. Mm -mm, We've done our homework. We have done our homework as to why Jim Jordan is the most rock-ribbed, incredible man for the hour right now, why he's right for this moment and the, incredi- the, the, the remarkable history of what's happening. L- l- let your heart be joyous about this moment. People aren't actually telling you the truth about what's truly happening here. What's happening is we've won. They've thrown in the towel. They've lowered the gates. The freedom movement, the populist movement, has now officially overtaken the Republican Party. We have destroyed the last remnants of the old guard. They have bowed their knees fealty to us. Our movement. Jim Jordan's one of us. Jim Jordan came to Congress as a Tea Party member. Jim Jordan came to Congress to fight Barack Obama. Jim Jordan came to Congress to fight the Uniparty. He was a thorn in John Boehner's side. That same John Boehner that cut the ad with Barack Obama. You know, the guy we sent them there to fight. John Boehner called Jim Jordan a terrorist, along with The View. So John Boehner and The View. Who drinks more wine and who cries more into their uh, room temperature Chardonnay? John Boehner or The View ladies? I don't know. Both of them have the same amount of estrogen pulsing through their veins. Hey, we've won. McCarthy's sitting... Like McCarthy, who will who will stay on in probably like a fundraising and consulting role, right? He'll be around like the changing of the guard is here. Check this out from Politico. Nine Republicans launched House Freedom Caucus. This is in 2015. Barack Obama was president. House Freedom Caucus launched nine founding members officially launching to advocate for conservative legislation in the house founded by some of the most hardline GOP uh, lawmakers, House Freedom Caucus will lobby bills that would limit the size of government. The House Freedom Caucus gives a voice to the countless Americans who feel that Washington, D.C. does not represent them, support open, accountable, limited government and a constitution of the rule of law. We promote liberty, safety and prosperity for all Americans. The founding members are Jim Jordan. He's been from the get. On square one, on the starting gun, Jim Jordan has been on our side. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Jordan has been on the right side of history time and time and time again. As soon as he got to Congress, Jim Jordan said, we're going to shut the government down. We're not going to fund Obamacare. We're not going to continue to fund this insane, out of control socialist government. Watch.
2: I I keep coming back to to this idea that Somehow we're the bad guys because we're standing up for the simple concept of fairness. This is why people elected us to stand up and say, you know what, we should be treated fairly under the law. This law doesn't work. We all know we've had 13 days of it's been rolled out. It hasn't worked. And and the other thing that I'm always amazed at this president can waive the law for big business and for members of Congress, but he can't waive the law during this shutdown for Families whose sons gave their lives serving our country and want their death benefit for that. I mean, to me, that's unbelievable.
0: Jim Jordan has been fighting and has been a fighter. He was a fighter of the establishment from day one. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an incredible clip here from 2014. Now, government weaponization against conservatives has been going on for nigh on 10 years. 20 years probably, but really burst out in the open with Lois Lerner as a IRS, the head of the IRS for Barack Obama, who systematically targeted conservatives to try and put them out of business or put them in jail. Lois Lerner was exposed by one Jim Jordan. Watch this clip from 10 years ago. And the only route, remember this,
2: the only route to the truth is through the House of Representatives. That's what Madison was talking about, because we know this. The investigation of the Justice Department is a complete joke. The FBI, on January 13th this year, the FBI leaks to the Wall Street Journal, no one's going to be referred for prosecution. The president on Super Bowl Sunday said there's no corruption, not even a smidgen. The person heading the investigation, Barbara Bosserman, gave $6,750 to the president's campaign, a Democrat National Committee, a max out contributor to the president's campaign. And just this week, on Tuesday, in the Judiciary Committee, I asked Eric Holder, have you looked into the leak that the FBI gave to the Wall Street Journal? Have you investigated that? And his response? No, I haven't.
0: So who was in charge of the House when Jim Jordan began burning the place, salting the earth? A man named John Boehner. Now, this is an Uh, Kevin Carthy is an acolyte of John Boehner. Paul Ryan is an acolyte of John Boehner. They served under him. They learned the uniparty way under him. The uniparty way is this. You tell your voters you're going there to drain the swamp, and then you get to Washington, D.C., and you realize the swamp is a jacuzzi, and it's actually quite comfortable, and you settle in. And you do—because Washington, D.C. is a single-party, uniparty-controlled state, you do exactly what Democrats want. You deliver— Uh, effectively, socialism to the country. You you simply bow your head with a little R on your jersey to their policies. You allow them to bully you even when they're in the the harsh minority. You don't build the wall. And then after all the fighting's done, you cut ads with some of the most duplicitous and malevolent and truly like the, the worst leaders we've ever had in America. I have proof of this. Watch. Listen, can we get together?
3: Now that is a great move. Yeah. So, you got any advice for me? So now you want my advice? First, stop sending me all these LinkedIn requests. And second, here's the beauty of this whole thing you've got all the time in the world to figure this out. You can just be you for a while.
0: No, oh, OK, yeah, we'll cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn bucket, put it on Obama's lap, and our Republican leader can go in there and get all salty. It's despicable. It's despicable. I, listen, I'm all for people like, you know, g- good old, you know, the good, the grand old party, the esprit de corps. I'm, I'm like even OK with some of stuff. The, like there's a Democrat named Ro Khanna who's saying we need to ban all stock trading in Congress. We need term limits. I'm like, oh, man, I'll be I'll get on that. You can sci- you can come to agreements on certain things. AOC wants to ban all stock trading in Congress. I think that's a good thing. Yes, okay. Term limits. Age limits in Congress. Yes, now we're getting there. Stripping people of their security clearances. Being super harsh with security clearances inside of the deep state. Removing their power, right? Removing the power the permanent power of the deep state is all comes through the security clearances. There are some things that Democrats and Republicans can, can actually very much side on. And before yesterday, Bernie Sanders used to be all for building the border wall. Bernie Sanders ran an entire presidential campaign based on building the wall, shutting down illegal immigration that hurts American workers. So there are moments. I get it. But if you are the leader of the Republican Party and you are like this isn't about joining with something that you have like true idea, like you could truly come together with Barack Obama. You're actually cutting an ad for Barack Obama. You are spitting in the face of every Republican that gave you power. The Tea Party movement. You are desecrating the reason that you had power in the first place. John Maynard was Speaker of the House for four years. Weepy, crying, alcoholic chain-smoking John Boehner. Wild. I was there on the Hill at the time. You 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 could catch John Boehner chain-smoking all the time. It's like literally like, chain-smoking, drunk. He's a slob. He's just a uniparty slob. And he had the, like, because he was challenged and because his time and grade was challenged and him cutting ads, sucking Obama's toes in a theater was challenged, he decided to call Jim Jordan a terrorist. Now, I am showing you a lot of great evidence that Jim Jordan is the man of the hour. Jim Jordan, John Boehner, Mr. Bucket of Popcorn, John Boehner with Obama, no need for salt in the popcorn, John Boehner's got it all in his tears. He called Jim Jordan a terrorist. Well, that's a pretty unbelievable ringing endorsement, watch. You call some of these members political
3: terrorists. Oh, yeah, Jim Jordan especially, my colleague from Ohio. I, I just never saw a guy who spent more time tearing things apart
0: and never building anything. <laughs> well, you know, you actually, when you have a rotted foundation, you do need to go down to the sub-basement, right? You do need to actually get foundational. If you have a rotted foundation, CORE, which is Washington, D.C., you will need to tear things apart. What an incredible endorsement of Jim. So you have The View and you have John Boehner, both hating Jim Jordan. How did Jim Jordan respond to this, being called a terrorist by the Uniparty?
4: I understand that you obviously feel very passionately about this, but this is also about passion and principle versus governing and it just from people looking in from the outside and and even more importantly your fellow Republican colleagues think that you are more interested in chaos and not thinking a principle no, than your responsibility
2: we're, of governing. We're most interested in adhering to the principles that are consistent with the Constitution. We're most interested in doing what the voters elected us to do in November. You don't think this was a big issue in the election last November? Of course it was. This was taking on the president's unconstitutional executive amnesty actions was a huge issue in the election. And the voters spoke overwhelmingly. And all we're asking now for Harry Reid have to you, do, all we're asking him to do is follow the process.
4: Have you, have you been in any conversations about trying to get rid of House Speaker John Boehner? No, that, that, that's not the point. No, have No,
2: no? that's not the point. The point is to do, to do what we told the voters we we're going to do and to do it in a way that's Consistent with the United States Constitution, consistent with fundamental fairness and consistent with the only only court to rule on this. The only court to rule, do it in a way that's consistent if, with the
0: federal if the House decision.
4: Speaker ends up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sweet smell of panic in Washington, D.C. Now that man has effectively and, and Jim Jordan did not backstab McCarthy. Okay, Jim Jordan like put bowed his head. Many people were calling for him to be speaker. Jim Jordan bowed his head, sort of, like did did the uh, what I believe like the old the the good old fashioned honorable thing. Allowed Kevin to have his go. Kevin lied. Kevin lied to get power, and then Kevin suffered the consequences. And now it is Jim Jordan's time, baby. The way that Jim Jordan really burst onto the scene was fighting Barack Obama, but also fighting. The mendacity and pure distilled, uh, al- like like grain alcohol grade evil, of Hillary Clinton, the Benghazi terrorist attacks that were completely allowed by Hillary Clinton, stoked by Hillary Clinton and her ass hat policies at the State Department, and then the slaughter of Americans that were that was. uh, Again, like encouraged by Hillary because she didn't send any troops, didn't do anything. Incredible how these people get away with this stuff. One of the only voices in Congress that was truly, truly going hard against the Clinton machine during Benghazi, Jim Jordan. You guessed it. Watch.
2: We know the attack in Libya had nothing to do with the film, it was a planned attack, not a protest. Let me read that one more time. We know, not we think, not it might be, we know the attack in Libya had nothing to do with the film. It was a planned attack, not a protest. State Department experts knew the truth. You knew the truth. But that's not what the American people got. And again, the American people want to know why. Why didn't you tell the American people exactly what you told the Egyptian prime minister?
4: Well, I think if you look at the statement that I made, I clearly said that it was an attack. And I also said that there were some who tried to justify it on the call. basis on the basis of the video, Congressman. And I but, think but, it's. But, but, but,
2: real quick, calling it attack is like saying the sky's blue. Of course, it was an attack. Well, you don't. I mean, we you want to know the truth this. The statement you sent out was a statement on Benghazi. And you say vicious behavior as a response to inflammatory material on the Internet. If that's not pointing as the motive of being a video, I don't know what is. And that's certainly what – and that's certainly how the American people saw it.
0: Mm. We'll get in a second to a Hillary Clinton clip that is breaking across the internet right now where she says we must be reprogrammed. People like Jim Jordan must be reprogrammed. You're not allowed to question the queen. Do you see the meme? see the meme? Ooh. Ooh, baby. You can smell the sulfur. Jim Jordan was one – not Trey Gowdy who was supposed to be in charge there. Trey Gowdy was supposed to be the guy who was supposed to really like give Hillary Clinton the business. First time that's ever happened. No, no, no. Trey Gowdy was like, "Oh, Hillary, my friend." The- Jim Jordan is the only guy that actually went at Hillary in that briefing and said, "You blamed this. You you found some fake video made by some dumbass to blame that. Then you arrest the guy." Man, it looks like this is a trend, right? and there's a pre- pretty impressive trend. Re-education. It's almost like Hillary, it's almost like they've always wanted this. Are we the baddies? Yeah. And Jim Jordan's been calling them out. Been calling them out. Christopher Ray. Peter Strzok at the FBI. The individuals who would uh, effectively rig An election not hard enough but rig an election against donald trump via their own text messages we'll rig it we'll stop donald trump from becoming president we'll stop it those are the exact words of peter struck who was in charge of the hillary clinton investigation at the fbi jim jordan going in baby
2: Peter Strzok that we learned this past weekend was removed from the special counsel team because he exchanged text messages with a colleague at the FBI that were displayed a pro-Clinton bias. Is that accurate? Yes. Talk about the same guy. Okay. Yes. Well, here's what I'm not getting. Peter Strzok is selected to be on Mueller's team after all this history, put on Mueller's team, and then he's removed for some pro-Clinton text messages. I mean, there are all kinds of people on Mueller's team who are pro-Clinton. There's been all kinds of stories. PolitiFact reported 96% of the top lawyers' uh, contributions went to Clinton or Obama. But Peter Strzok, the guy who ran the Clinton investigation, interviewed Mills, interviewed Secretary Clinton, changed gross negligence a crime to the term extreme carelessness, who ran the Russian investigation, who interviewed Mike Flynn, gets put on Mueller's team, and then he gets kicked off for a text message that's anti-Trump. If he kicked everybody off Mueller's team who was anti-Trump, I don't think there'd be anybody left. So here, here, there's got to be something more here. It can't just be some text messages that show a pro-Clinton, anti-Trump bias. There's got
0: to be something more. And I'm trying to figure out what it is. Jim Jordan is a demon slayer. He's a demon slayer. He's slaying demons in Washington, D.C. He's going hard at the Uniparty, party, going hard at Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, the federal weaponization of government. He was calling it out 10 years ago with Lois Lerner, one of the only Republicans with stones rattling around, walking up and down the halls of Congress that Democrats are scared of. They're worried about Jim Jordan because he knows that the system is rigged. He knows how the machine works. He knows where the ghosts in the machine live. Yoel Roth was the head of censorship at Twitter, the the man who personally got Donald Trump's Twitter account removed. Yoel Roth was dragged in to the committee hearing by Jim Jordan. This smug little prick was left squirming like a slithering snake. You can always tell in the body posture. Watch this. Watch this. When Jim Jordan like actually... When you get a cock, when you flip on the light and the cockroach is scared, it squirms. Watch Jim Jordan make this kid squirm. This government censor, the CIA censor rat for the deep state that had a psychosexual fetish of kicking Donald Trump off Twitter. Look what Jim Jordan did to this
2: guy. You got the government saying your terms of service, which don't have to comply with the First Amendment, but the government saying we don't think these accounts comply with your terms of service. Please take them down. You see a problem there, Mr. Mr. Roth? Mr. Chairman, I'm
0: seeing a flashing red light. I'm happy to answer the question. Um, Do I think that that's a valuable use of the FBI's time? No, but I don't see in a request for review a problem under the First Amendment. No. I sure do. I I, I thank the gentleman. i get back. I um, I see a flashing red light. Yeah. It's because your prescriptions are off, pal. You you, you, you grab that bottle of Zoloft rattling around in your pocket. Quick. Hurry. Xanax, now. These scum. Probably the person the most scared uh, about this uh, now – all but guaranteed nomination of Jim Jordan is Joe Biden. I know know it seems like silly on its face because like, oh, Joe Biden doesn't like the Republicans. But no, I mean, guys, you got to understand, Jim Jordan, when Joe Biden was committing all of his crimes, it was John Boehner who was letting him off. Paul Ryan who was letting him off. Jim Jordan has actually been the person calling out the demons, exercising the demons of Washington, D.C., To the best of his ability, his power ebbs and wanes at time. You know, the Republicans are in the minority. There's only so much Jim Jordan can do. But now that the Republicans have the majority, Jim Jordan has been a bulldog against Biden. Watch.
2: I think it's a pattern with this administration. They haven't been square with us, straight with us, straight with the American people about anything. They they tell us the border is secure. We know it isn't. They tell us our debt ceiling bill is going to hurt veterans. No, it doesn't. Joe Biden said during the campaign that the letter from 51 former intel officials, when he used it in the debate, he portrayed it as if it was organic. And we now know through another investigation that we're all working on that, in fact, it was coordinated. That letter from 51 former intel officials was coordinated with the Biden campaign, so much so the Biden campaign told Mike Morrell, here's the journalist. We want you to have uh, the story to the letter to first. Why not just be straight with us? Why not come clean? Why not tell us the truth? Tell the American people the truth. They deserve that from their government. Again, the fundamental question is, what did they do to warrant the receipt of millions and millions of dollars? Why did, why did Joe Biden's brother, why did Joe Biden's sister-in-law, why did Joe Biden's son, why did so many family members get the money? What did they do to, re- to
0: warrant receipt of that money? That's the fundamental question. Day one. That was day one. Day one. Jim Jordan and the Republicans securing the majority. Day one. Jim Jordan's out there. Biden's brother. Jim Biden. Hunter Biden. Joe Biden. What's going on? Why are they hiding it? Why is the FBI not cooperating with us? We're going in. Ooh, baby. It's a bulldog. Bulldog action. There is panic in Washington, D.C. right now. Cringe Jean-Pierre yesterday. Took to the podium, Uh very like more cringy than 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 most. Like very blink, very blinky. Yesterday, like blinking a lot. Okay, hey y'all, roll me that bottle of Xanax. Cringing Pierre was asked, uh, "Is there any talk about Donald Trump as Speaker?" Oh, this answer is good. In case you're wondering if they are actually quite nervous, Kevin McCarthy was a man they could do business with. Kevin McCarthy was cut out of the same cloth as the old McConnells and the Boehners and the Paul Ryans and the simps and ball gag Republicans being walked around in their little rhino spirit Halloween costumes. Come on, gimp. Paul Ryan, yeah, oh, yes, master. John Boehner, same thing. If he was drunk enough to crawl on all floors but they know that they got a different animal with Jim Jordan. Watch.
3: In any of the meetings about this in the last 24 hours, has anybody in the West Wing heard anybody talking about the possibility of Speaker Trump?
1: This is something for House Republicans to figure out. This is something for them to fix. We're not gonna get involved in the speakership We don't care who they who is in the race or who is out the race. That is not for us to figure out. The president doesn't have a vote. No one here has a vote. They have to figure this out.
0: We've won. We've won. Be upstanding today. We've won. We won. Jim Jordan will become a speaker. Donald Trump is heading to Washington, D.C., to anoint him. They have broken the Uniparty. There is no, the the, the limbs are dead on the tree. There is no more extension in the Republican Party. Mitt Romney has retired, resigned in disgrace. Mitch McConnell can't, it looks worse mentally than Joe Biden does. He's in such shock. There's a unanimous decision across parties, to ban stock trading, to install term limits, to eradicate the elderly, the elder abuse, which is allowing somebody to serve into their 90s. Diane Feinstein dying in office, signed over a power of attorney, having her staffers vote for her. And now with Jim Jordan, there is a direct line of accountability to a populist movement. Not to the Borg, the corporate Borg that believes that they run D.C. Jim Jordan is a son of the Tea Party movement way back in the day. Raise your hands if you remember. So no more lies. A reminder, I know we've played this a couple times, but of the sickest lie told by a House speaker to the Republican base. Ladies and gentlemen, I will play you a video from Donald Trump's first month as president when our House Speaker, who had a commanding majority and unified control of government across the Republican Party, produced this lie, laughing all the way to the Club for Growth Bank. Check it. I had the opportunity to
2: travel down to Texas to go to the Rio Grande Valley and spend time with our Border Patrol. When you see what they're up against, it really gives you even greater respect for what they do. They clearly need more tools and more support to do their jobs effectively. That's
0: why we're going to get this done this week. We're going to get it done. Build the wall. We will build the wall, says that video. Did he? What stopped him? What stopped him? But Joe Biden's building the wall now. Joe Biden is building more wall than Paul Ryan ever did. Paul Ryan had full unified control of government plus full access to the American taxpayer dollar checkbook. All he had to do was stroke uh, a couple of zeros, like a, a scintilla of our actual national budget, like a, teen, a drop in like less than a, I don't know, penny is what the wall would have cost. Paul Ryan couldn't do it. They lied to you. They lied to you. For 20 years, they lied to you. For my entire life, politically active life, they have been lying to us. They have been disgracing us and going to Washington, D.C. and betraying us. There are no knives left. They've all been sharpened by our own party and shoved into our backs. Jim Jordan is not one of them. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a massive victory. Ladies and gentlemen, we have for your viewing pleasure, the panic here moving on to Hillary Clinton. Now, if you have the balls to stand on a dais and to roast Hillary Clinton over Benghazi, you deserve to be House Speaker. If you have the guts, the temerity to roast Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, to hold them accountable, to push where no other Republican is willing to go, then you are righteous in my eyes. You at, le- at the very least, you fight. To win a war, you must actually show up. To win a war, you must actually take the battlefield. Does Jim Jordan get a victory every single time? Well, I don't know. It depends on your definition of victory. But you must actually saddle up, gear up, and take the field. Republicans have just been in controlled demolition and controlled retreat. Controlled decline has been the words of the Republican Controlled decline... That's why John Boehner makes videos with Barack Obama. Controlled decline. This is why Mitt Romney goes and marches with BLM. It's about subservience, fealty to the left. Jim Jordan has not bent the knee. And I mean, I think that's good. That will play out very, very well in the long arc of history, because we are beginning to see who these people are. Hillary Clinton last night said that the Make America Great Again movement, again, MAGA, make America great again. Same slogan that Ronald Reagan used. Slogan that is is identifying 75 million American voters, probably 100 million actual supporters at the very least. A huge portion of the country, a majority of the country, you could certainly argue. Hillary Clinton not only called our movement a cult, but then said that we all need to be officially deprogrammed, put into camps. Ooh, oh, we've reached that stage of the desperation. Watch.
4: Very strong partisans in both parties in the past. Uh, and we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things, gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes. But there wasn't this little tale of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. Mm-hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, Um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal
0: deprogramming of the cult members. But something needs to happen. A formal deprogramming of the cult members. This should not surprise you. This is where all authoritarians and totalitarians lead. This was what was predicted, of course. What I would call one of the uh, only true prophets of our era, George Orwell, 1984. This is the ministry of truth. You're not allowed. You're not allowed even the thoughts in your own head. This is where they will inexorably go. Thankfully, thankfully— In our current era, what this means is desperation. They do not have the power to do this, nor do they have the right, nor do they have the capacity. This is desperation. They are seething with it. Total, complete bitterness. Hillary Clinton, this is is effectively like going to your ex that you broke up with and like sending a, hey, what's up, text to them. (laughs) She's never gotten over it. She's never gotten over it. All of it, she ties it all together. This can go back to Jim Jordan because Hillary Clinton did lose in part because of Benghazi and Republicans exposing her actions there. Hillary Clinton did lose in part because she spoke about her fellow Americans like this. It is amazing how, if you read the Communist Manifesto, the goal is dividing, division. The first goal, item A, number one, in the first two pages of Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto is to divide the people against the church. Family against family, mother against son, father against daughter. Divide, 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 divide. You cannot take in power. You cannot seize power when people are united, when they have a common heritage, when they have a common faith, when they have a common belief that our government should be small, and small enough to drown in a bathtub, as Grover Norquist famously said. You can't seize power over an institution like that when they are uni- when you're unified. And so Hillary Clinton and the entire Democrat Party, by the way, has been on this tirade for years. We can go back to Barack Obama's election in two thousand and eight, nigh on fifteen years ago, where they have been taking the conservative. Christian, working class, vast majority of the country, and dehumanizing that section, dehumanizing us. And you can see in Rwanda, you can see in South Africa, you can see tales of this throughout time, what this all leads to. Obviously, World War II is a great example, also Mao's China. Hillary Clinton... Describing Trump supporters.
4: Combination of reasons, and it is emotional and psychological, um, sees in him someone who speaks for them. And they are determined that they will continue to vote for him, attend his rallies, wear his merchandise, because for whatever reason, he and his you know, very negative, uh, nasty form of politics resonates with them maybe they don't like migrants maybe they don't like gay people or black people or the woman who got the promotion at work they didn't get whatever the reason you know make america great again was a bid uh for nostalgia to return to a place where you know people could be in charge of their lives feel empowered say what they want insult whoever came in their way and that was really attractive to um, a significant portion of the republican base.
0: Ooh man, did you hear it? I love it. Do you smell the sulfur on that woman? John Podesta's emails actually say that Hillary Clinton is starting to smell. Do you know that? John Podesta's emails were all hacked and one of his emails was like she's really starting to smell bad. Ooh. <laughs> Hillary Clinton, such a it's just an evil evil witch. Do you hear her say it? I love it. I love this era. I love that they're all in mass mental decline, which is what happens, right? When you worship Satan, you begin to like just decay in front of our our eyes. Do you hear it? Make America Great Again appeals to a time gone by when you could just think and do what you want, when you could say what you want. Yeah, you're exactly, Hillary Clinton nailed it. Can I put that on a t-shirt? True. Yes, true. And that's why you've always hated this movement, isn't it? You've always hated it. You've always hated it. Before MAGA was a word used in the nomenclature of American politics, the zeitgeist of American politics, Barack Obama famously came up with his own pejorative for you and me, bitter clingers. You do remember.
4: People have been beaten down so long. And they feel so betrayed by government. Well, it's not surprising them that they get better and they cling to guns or religion or uh, antipathy
0: towards people who aren't like them, uh, a way to explain. Same, saying the same thing Hillary Clinton just did. Same thing, same thing Hillary Clinton said in two thousand sixteen. It's the it's the same message. It's a it's a at its soul it's a at its soul it's a marxist message. We mu- we mustn't unite with these people, we must divide. We must dehumanize and then deprogram these people. Hillary in 2016.
4: You could put half of Trump's supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables.
1: <laughs> right?
4: They're racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic,
0: Islamophobic, you name it. No, oh, racist. Maybe they don't like black people. Oh, by the way, hey, black people, I got hot sauce in my purse. Is it working? Oh, man, what a clip. What a clip. Hillary Clinton on The Breakfast Club. What do you always carry in your purse? Hot sauce. Are you saying that just because we're black? Is it working? That The clip exists. It's real. It's not a Saturday Night Live sketch. It's real. Republicans don't like black people. Really? Were you the ones who called them super predators? What about Joe Biden? You know, your current, uh, your your current resident at the White House. This is a man who famously attacked a young black man named Corn Pop because he had too much pomade in his hair, called him a slur, misgendered him, called him Esther by his own admission, and then when. They decided to fight. He went and got a rusty razor blade and a chain to try and kill Corn Pop. That's one of of the many, many uh, racist things that Joe Biden has done. You support Joe Biden, don't you? Joe Biden called Barack Obama clean and well-spoken. It's storybook, man. Said you couldn't go to a Dunkin' Donuts without an Indian accent, man. Joe Biden said that uh, poor kids are just as bright as white kids, man. And Joe Biden also did a Hitlerian speech with a blood red background, with the military uh, assi- uh, s- 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 flanking him, and said this about 75 plus million Americans. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal.
2: Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence. <laughs> That's so good. It's like... <laughs>
0: I saw Italian leaders <laughs> with the blood red background and the military standing behind him as he puts Donald Trump in prison. Is irony lost entirely on these people? Do they have like, is there any, is there any, is there any might come of humor left in the world? Irony, anything, anyone? Joe Biden. it's incredible marry who you love you're not allowed to marry who you love well that would have stopped your marriage right joe when you married another guy's wife oh yeah you don't like people hearing about that do you that that you were married when you started cheating on your wife with jill biden and jill biden was married you oh okay you're you're the entire the entire story of your relationship is a lie nah Don't like hearing that story. Joe Biden wants to marry who he loves. Just changes, you know? Doesn't matter if he's already married at the time. So is she. Anybody who can be the babysitter of Hunter Biden. Yeah. Keep that kid away from the powdered sugar. So I would never lie to you. And my executive producer is telling me people are saying people want the Hillary Clinton hot sauce clip. Of course, executive producer ALX is going to be able to have that clip. At the ready. And so, I just did an impression of it. It's worth watching. Again, please.
1: No more questions? They said, no, she has to go. She what's what's she...
4: something that you always carry with you? Hot
1: sir? sauce. Really? You... Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, are you no. getting information right now? <laughs> <laughs> Hot sauce. <laughs> Hot sauce in my bag, Swag?
4: Hot sauce. Really? Yes.
2: Now, listen, yes. I want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black
1: people
4: again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Is it working?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, black people, I do a thing you like. I think. Is it working? Oh my God. And Hillary Clinton's the one that's like, Th- uh, they're atheist. Come on. Okay, lady. All right. Okay, lady. We, ha- we, ha- we have you talking to super predators in your own words. Got it? They're losing. They're losing. This is the move from soft power to hard power. You only do that if you're desperate. You certainly don't you certainly don't do that as a, a as your first act. You 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 do it when you're authoritarian and you're panicking. And that's what we're facing. Here from Newsweek, ladies and gentlemen, the FBI uh now attacking uh going after MAGA supporters as a extremist terrorist group. Can somebody explain to me like what city has MAGA burned down? What store has MAGA burned down? What people have MAGA attacked? Somebody please explain that to me. What, like, not the not the mostly peaceful protest. No, no, no. Like, I'm talking about, did MAGA burn down the White House in May of 20, 2020? Did the, was the president forced into a secure bunker when MAGA burned down churches and ripped down statues, terrorized Washington, D.C. for months on end? Does MAGA go kill people in streets? No, I know leftist movements that do that to this very day, to this very hour, this very week. Go check check Philadelphia. I'm gonna go ask how Meatball's doing. They're losing. They're losing. And so they're getting desperate. They're getting desperate because they're being called out to their faces and humiliated. One of the uh, globalist, uh, exemplified, uh, celebrated interns, Klaus Schwab, lap riders, Justin Trudeau, uh, to his face, called out yesterday. We have the panic. You can, sm- you can smell the panic. You can sense the fear here, ladies and gentlemen. They look at videos like this, and by they, I mean these the elites and the oligarchs who run our country. They, they see it, and they realize they've lost control. This doesn't happen when you have control. This is what causes true panic. Watch.
3: Criminal!
0: Look at this fucking buck team, bro. Look at this buck team. <laughs> yeah. Pleasure to see you as well. Hey there, how, oh how you do? Shaking your hand, boy. You are piece of shit, man. Why is that, sir? You up the entire country. You got our what buddy over
2: there. Yeah. How, what, what, how did I mess up this country? Can anybody afford a home in this yes. day? They're charging people
3: carbon tax. Yes. You got nine you know V8s here idling you know for thirty minutes. Back? Your carbon footprint you know is increasing. We're getting charged for what? You know what we're doing. It's not America? stopping. No, we're car- putting a price uh-huh. on pollution, right? And we're returning it to right. families like yours. I don't yours. think so. You're we sending are. it over That's to Ukraine, good.
0: right? Yeah, but yeah. yeah.
3: Is- you send it over to the guy that you oh, were well, that you slaughtered been, his own country. You've been listening to Putin. Oh. Have you? Putin, you no, no. That definitely, that definitely don't listen to to your
0: propaganda, eh? You got propaganda, bro. Piece of s***, man. F***ing man. Ooh, baby. Straight out of the playbook. Oh, you're listening to Putin. You're a bad man. Says the guy who just cheered for a Nazi and gave him a salute. An actual Nazi. A waffed F- SS member. Oh, you're listening to Putin. They are sending money to Ukraine. They are blowing up the economic system. This is not the bug. It's the feature they intend on making you poor. They intend on introducing digital currencies. They intend on a one-world government. That's the goal. That is the, the end goal. The destruction of the American dollar is something that must happen on that path. And so that's what they're doing right now. That's why I deeply encourage you to diversify with gold. Please, now. <laughs> Do it. My friends at Allegiance Gold can help you out. They are the highest rated in the business, and they can help protect you against a 40-year high inflation surge and the erosion of the dollar that is happening uh, unlike anything we've ever seen. Diversify a bit, ladies and gentlemen. Be smart hedge. The collapse is nigh. If you're reading all of the uh, various economic indicators, Allegiance Gold, please now protect yourself with protectwithbenny.com today or call 844-66-BENNY. Get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase. Do not wait to protect your future now with Allegiance gold. Protectwithbenny.com today. So there is total and complete panic in Washington, D.C. There is uh, extreme stress. They know that they can shove and muscle around uh, the rhino cucks uh, that is the party of McCarthy, right? And McCarthy is simply an acolyte of all of those who came before him. Denny Hastert, John Boehner, Paul Ryan, well, McCarthy, I think, wasn't as bad as all of those guys. I mean, Denny Hastert's like a, an actually really bad guy. I think he's in prison now uh, for some horrible crimes. Uh, well, the, well, like McCarthy wasn't the worst of all of them. I, I don't know. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. Um, he's going to suffer the consequences. Somebody eventually has to hold the bag, right? So there's the The music stops and there's no more chairs. And this is what happened with Kevin McCarthy. Somebody who has been witnessing this up close, firsthand in Washington, D.C., is the great Jack Posobiec, who joins the show now.
3: Jack, what's up, man? Benny, man, my phone has been absolutely blowing up this week. It's like... No, I, I went for it. So I went to dinner with Tanya last night. Right. She said, sweetheart, can we go for dinner? And and Jack Jack had a my my oldest son had a soccer game. So let's go to the soccer game. Let's go to dinner. She went Hibachi. I said, we'll go get Hibachi. <laughs> right. She's she's in a Hibachi. So we'll go to Hibachi. Got the Hibachi. And she said, we put the phone on silent. I'm like in the middle of the speaker fight. I'm getting calls from from this this camp. We're getting calls from that camp. I'm getting Steve's calling me like crazy and I I like, just just put it on silent. We'll go to dinner. I said, great. We go to Hibachi. We're at the dinner. All of a sudden, I come back. I look at my phone. I've got like five hundred messages on this thing. You know when the notifications go, and I was like, "What? What happened? We weren't even in there for that long. It's like an hour and a half, maybe." We we come out, and it's like, "Wait, Trump's endorsing Jordan," and Hannity's talking about it, and it's all out there. And I'm like, "Oh gosh, whatever." Because the last that I had heard was that Jordan was looking for help in MAGA world to get Trump's endorsement. Now all of a sudden, Hannity's out there saying, it. "I'm like." You see what happens in this game, Benny? You take 90 minutes out to be with your family on a week like this. You try to be, you know, I'm out there. Come on, come on, Jack, Jack, get the ball. No, kick it the other way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know? and, and to be a dad and then stuff like this happens. And look, there are weeks, right? There are weeks where decades will happen. And we are in a week like that right now. I call it the churn. I said this was starting last week when you saw RFK get into the race. Um, That's obviously created a lot of consternation on the presidential side. Now you see this huge speaker fight coming. So we've got a huge shake up in the presidential race and for people who are saying the rfk is not a shake up uh i would i would ask you to go back to your politics 101 your political strategy 101 to understand how this all works because yes it is it's it's going to be a marginal fight and any person that you put on the chessboard is going to be a shake up in terms of that then you had a speaker of the house removed just straight up removed summarily removed on like several days later now we could potentially have a new speaker of the house as early as next Tuesday, we're hearing. However, and this is as of you know what time this um, as of about two hours ago. I've heard that it is down to Scalise and Jordan. Now remember, you have to get the two eighteen. So Jordan, he's got more of the conservative, right? Under the Freedom Caucus, so he's got the conservatives in Congress. They're behind him. Having Trump behind him obviously helps with the MAGA wing. Although I haven't seen Gates say anything publicly yet, what he needs now are those people that would have put him over the top when it comes to the more moderate wing. These are the people that now they're not going to speak out against Trump, but they're not really going to speak up for him, if you know what I mean. And you know those types of any the guys who are just sort of like, ah, you know, um, I'll be there when you need me. But, you know, you can't you can barely even name any of them unless you actually work in politics because they don't really try to make a name for themselves. They just go back to their voters and get reelected every year. And that's, that's pretty much it. They get the lobbyist money. So those are that's the fight right now. So Scalise is there. Jordan's there. Jordan's got the big mo, as we call it, the big momentum him, but i don't know yet if he's at 218 that's the last i'm hearing that the count set the count is not quite at 218 yet plus gates remember he has what's effectively become the maga veto where he can basically say if you're not performing as speaker we can pull this motion to vacate move again and again And again, if terms are not met or if the deal has been struck and we feel that you're not upholding your end of it, guess what? Motion to vacate. Now there's a new speaker coming in and the Democrats are more than happy to do that because it shuts down all the investigations and the inquiries, et cetera. What I've said, though, is and I'm I'm throwing this out there. I've said it privately. I've said I'll say it publicly here as well. Jordan, go and make a deal with Gates. And here's the perfect example because what is jim jordan running right now the committee on the weaponization of the deep state benny you just did a fantastic segment breaking down how and, and you tied it all together right hillary's speech about the deprogramming camps essentially that she wants us to to all, all of us to be in like a bunch of uyghurs or something or like the kulaks in in bolshevik russia um and then the FBI has this piece in Newsweek saying that they've set up secret units to go after MAGA. Joe Biden giving a series, right? It's, I think he's on his third or fourth speech about MAGA extremism now. So guess what? That's what we're facing. We don't need an investigation into the weaponization. We know it's happening. It's right in front of us. It's not a secret. It's not a conspiracy. It's right there. They're telling you we are coming. We're going to be knocking on the doors of the Jack Posobics and the Biddy Johnsons and the Charlie Kirks. All right, we're coming. And your your children will be taken from you. You'll be put in the camps. Your children will be reassigned. Their gender will probably be reassigned as well. That's what they want for all of us. So I want to see a Speaker of the House, and it's going to be Jim Jordan. Jim, take a guy like Matt Gates, put him in charge of the weaponization committee. Then you bring in Julie Kelly. You bring in Darren Beattie. You bring in like Jeff Clark and Mike Davis. Make them the staff attorneys. We need to go uh, issuing subpoenas. We need to stop weaponization. We're not just investigating, and I think a guy like Matt Gates has the track record and the deliverables. And by the way, I have not spoken to Gates about this at all. I did notice he liked a couple of my tweets about it, but I haven't spoken to him at all about this. I think it could potentially be a great move that would get him those votes to put him over. Two
0: things I want to talk about. One, will Donald Trump be? On Capitol Hill on Tuesday Two, this article in Axios saying that the never Trumpers have thrown in the towel. I've seen you effusively sharing it. Can I get a dual answer on both of those? The, yeah, the, so, the, the tide has officially turned. Right. Like, the, I mean, what we're, you're we're seeing, the tide turning.
3: It's it's actually the same answer. Right. So it's it's this is the churn, Right. And you're, it's actually the same answer to both of them is that Donald Trump is exerting his leadership as the leader of the Republican Party party. He's establishing his leadership. And you're not seeing anyone else, any other of the presidential contenders, put their names in in this speaker race. You're not seeing them exert any influence. You're not even hearing anyone ask. The question as to oh, what does so and so think? What does Nikki Haley think? What does uh, Tim Scott? Nobody cares. It's just it's irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. The only person they actually care about is Donald Trump, and the only reason they care about that is because he's the only one who has the political relevance because he has the influence over the party. He is the leader of the Republican Party, and so for him to go down and sit in the room with uh, I don't know, maybe he can sit down and cut a deal with these guys, like classic art of the deal style, which mm-hmm. is what I I contend that he's been doing. On using the threat by the way of himself running for speaker to 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 get them all in line okay so i'm going to terrify the moderates uh with with uh telling them that i'm going to be speaker and then once they once they're sufficiently scared now they say no 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 we can't have donald trump a speaker say okay well how about jim jordan say, okay fine 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 Jim jordan's fine fine just not donald trump for the love of god no now, could you imagine him with the gavel up there and, and pelosi and everyone and jeffrey it'd be insane i'd love i mean don't be wrong. I'd, I'd love it. And I know you'd love it just for the memes. Uh, so it's, a, it's just a walking meme factory. Um, but what you're re- really seeing and then the Axios piece is reflective of us because this is ta- this is taken from that memo that was written by the Club for Growth. Club for Growth is one of the most. Uh, and look, they're anti-Trump when it comes to trade because they're they're very pro-China trade. They're against China tariffs. They're very U.S. Chamber of Commerce. They want open borders so they can get the workers in, these cheap workers in for a lot of the and this is huge money. We're talking billions of dollars that goes into this. Problem is though, they <laughs> they were running test ads, attack ads on Trump in places like your home state of Iowa and, and other places that are New Hampshire or these early. Um, early caucus, early primary states, and they found that even after 40 of 40 anti-Trump TV ads that they were running to test audiences, they found that they completely backfired. None of them made the people like Trump less. And some of the attack ads on Trump actually showed these focus groups increasing their support for Donald Trump (laughs) because they were so mad that somebody would be attacking him like that. So you've got people like the Club for Growth running around saying, "Okay." all right, we get it There's, it's done we get it so it's it's just much easier and much cheaper to say all right we're gonna go in and try to. And this is, of course, where where Trump supporters should be careful to say just because they're lining up behind our guy doesn't necessarily mean that they have our best interests or the country's best interests and the movement's best interests at heart. It just means they know that he's the one who's going to win. And so they want to get a seat at the table. And you see this throughout politics. You'll see it in, in eventually. And in, as his campaign chiefs up for the general. But it's, it's very interesting that we're actually seeing both of them. You correctly point out that it's a dual track of of elements and empirical information, empirical data that actually brings us to the same point that the leader of the Republican Party is Donald Trump. He's the one with the influence and he's the one who, and keep in mind, these moderates, many, they're terrified. Could you imagine Donald Trump text messages five times a day, emails five times a day to all of his supporters? These, uh, this is the list of Republicans that won't support me. You need to call them right now. They don't support our country. They're traitors to our movement. He's already called for Mark Milley to to face you know essentially a court martial and maybe execution so what is he willing to say about them that's why and you'll hear these guys mark wayne mullen who's a mcconnell puppet going out there and you know calling essentially calling matt gates a pedophile and he'll talk he'll talk all sorts of trash on matt gates not a single one of these guys though are, are willing to dare lift a finger against Donald Trump because they are terrified of what his response would be and his ability to generate so much anger and consternation among the grassroots. And it's, it's really as simple as that. That's why the money is going towards Trump. That's why the leverage is going towards Trump in terms of the speaker's race. However, I will say this though, because, because even though we can see this empirical data, I'm also getting signal that Jordan still doesn't quite have it locked up so this is Mm. also going to be a test not only for Trump's ability to win the primary which I think people kind of know that's that test has already been to succeed at this point but how can he do in terms of this parliamentary procedure is he able to win enough people over to his cause that really will take an act of unity that's going to take deal making
0: yeah well seems like you have the right guy for the right time. Jack, keep us posted as what's happening on Capitol Hill continues the churn and I'm I'm optimistic for Speaker Jordan. Are you?
3: I'm actually optimistic. I think that's a guy. Look, this is the founder of the Freedom Caucus. This is a guy who made his bones being against Republican leadership, against the John Boehner's of the world, against the Paul Ryan's of the world. Uh, This is a guy who has always stood in the breach with the conservative movement. Now, people will say, "Okay, well, what does he deliver? Does he have any scalps? I get it. All right. I get it. But he's done a lot for us up on the Hill. And I think that if we give him the speakership, Right. And he is able to do put key pos- key personnel in key positions like a Matt Gates, like Julie Kelly, like Darren Beatty, et cetera, others that we could actually see a, an incredible speakership under Jordan.
0: Yeah, I'm op- I'm optimistic. He's a friend of the show. And uh, we just did, we did this long uh, arc of his career. I mean, it's the Tea Party is now officially taken over the, yeah. the Tea Party takeover of 2010 and 2012. That wasn't what? actually the takeover. This is the official Tea Party takeover, and it's an exciting time. I'm I'm excited about it. I mean, truly, truly. I'm uh, I'm I believe that th- th- we are watching the breaking of chains uh, that we haven't seen in my lifetime. Well, what
3: you're the seeing, Benny, party. it's it's the creation of a new party yes. within the Republican Party, and so MAGA and has taken that Tea Party was was sort of the the you know the. the um, the, the prologue stage, if you will, that was sort of like the uh, the beginnings of this. Now you're seeing this third party erupt inside the Republican Party and then consume it and take it over. That's what we're watching right now. And what you're seeing in terms of this consternation of Mark Wayne Mullen, it's the death throes of a dying regime. Yeah.
0: Try, try running hard against Trump in Oklahoma. Mark Wayne Mullen. Yeah, good Oh, luck
3: please. There. Please, I, I encourage it.
0: Yeah, please, uh, Jack. Thank you so much for joining the program. Uh, always insightful. I'll be up in uh, Washington D.C. area all next week. I'm actually heading to a plane right now, so hopefully I'll see you. All,
3: all right, speed. well, I'm I'm sorry that you'll be here, but it because it's because <laughs> it's D.C. But yeah, man, we'll we'll have to we'll have to see if we can cross paths. Thank you, Jack. Talk to you, brother.
0: We will be heading up for a family matter to the Washington, D.C. area. Expect some very exciting things from us. Uh, do you think I'm gonna let do you think I'm gonna let you down? We won't let you down. Do we let you down? No, we do not let you down. We will be on the spot. We will be hustling, grinding next week. We're putting a lot of things together. There's a lot of things, a lot of pieces of the puzzle coming together right now, but we will be there. We will be reporting for you. We will be going live. We will be doing the show, perhaps from inside of the halls of Congress, maybe showing you how to use a fire alarm in Congress. I just kid. I kid. I kid. Not an insurrectionist. Ladies and gentlemen, we are. We will be up there next week, and what a week to go. What a week to go. Going up there for an unrelated uh, family uh, event, but we will be live all next week and probably be bringing you extra uh, content uh, as the as the world breaks and as we restore what america was intended to be if you wish to keep us independent and if you wish to support our work please join the benny brigade the benny brigade will send you out the greatest keychain in american history an american flag plus the benny brigade logo the salty army walking and marching as one we are legion we are unified and the benny brigade is a tactical unit we are here for you. Please join our membership call at BennyJohnson.com brigade. Go and join today to keep us independent, to keep us free, support our work. And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have anything uh, to give, I know times are tough for a lot of people. We deeply understand that. Um, then thank you for just watching and supporting our show. We say God bless you. And of course, we will leave you with a blessing from God uh, directly from the good book here Matthew 7 7 ask and it will be given unto you seek and you will find knock and the door will be opened unto you we are experiencing uh, an era of God I think hearing our prayers and hearing our cries in this country and I see change on the horizon I feel that energy shift I do and we want to bring that energy to the work that we're doing and so we thank you marching with us in that effort we wish to uplift We wish to stand upright and march forward. My name is Benny. This is The Benny Show. See ya.